welcome, welcome to Loud Whisper Ignite Your Voice. Welcome to another episode. Today, I'm very excited to introduce to you a very special person to me. Her name is Beth Price. Beth Price is the founder of Daring Circle Ranch. She provides transformational coaching and retreats for women. She is also a certified motivational career coach with over 20 years experience in management with Fortune 500 companies and is extremely passionate about helping women define a rewarding career path to obtain personal growth and wholehearted success. Beth is also an adventure professor, writer, published author, and speaker. Oh, you did, she did a TEDx talk. And the TEDx talk is titled Ignite Your Life Revolution. Thank you so much for coming to the show. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you for coming back. Oh, I'm so excited to be here with you. How long have we known each other? I was oh I was trying to figure that out. Um gosh, it's been a few been years. A, <laughs> probably <laughs> Yeah. Eight, eight years maybe? And yeah, I think so. And I am just in awe of you. I am bowing down and just so grateful that you are I bringing your presence and your gifts to the world and loud whisper. Uh, I just, I think it's just, it's phenomenal. I can feel the universe shifting with your presence. So, Thank you so much. Yeah. You've been a huge support to me over the years. I mean, encouraging me and I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am so excited about this topic today. Truly excited because a lot of people experience it, especially women experience what we're about to talk about today is overcoming the imposter syndrome. So have you ever had difficulty internalizing accomplishments? Think the success you've achieved was a fluke, luck, good timing, or that you've done a good job of fooling people to believe you are more intelligent than you actually are. These thoughts may come with a nagging feeling in the back of your mind that eventually you will be found out. And everyone will know that you are the one who doesn't belong. We have news for you. You most certainly do belong and you're not a fraud. This discussion today will help you learn how to combat the imposter syndrome and increase your confidence. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think where to even start because it is so huge and a lot of people <laughs> experience it, including myself. So I'm really excited about talking about this because it's something that I myself have experienced. And oh, yeah. I think the first thing that I would want to ask you is what is imposter syndrome? Can you define that for us? What is it? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you did a great job outlining, you know, those questions to your listeners and your viewers, and I'm sure they're doing a self-check. Yes, 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 because honestly, anyone who is successful or reaching for goals is going to feel this way. It's normal. The imposter syndrome, it sounds like a thriller movie starring Denzel Washington, if you ask me, <laughs> right? <laughs> but what it actually is, it's a psychological pattern where the individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistence fear of being exposed as a fraud. And here's the interesting bit. Most people, because it, it, it appears to be a confidence issue, they assume that it's a woman thing. Mm -hmm. But in all actuality, men experience the imposter syndrome just as much as women. They're just not as vocal about it. 
Oh. They're just not as vocal. So it's genderless, actually. Hmm. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. How does the imposter syndrome work? Yeah. So what I've seen, wow, I've been career coaching a long time. I've been in leadership quite a while. And that is, you know, I just love helping people become successful. And every single person that I have ever worked with it has gone through this, even myself as well. So I've noticed that when someone is starting to think about that next career opportunity or that business, and then they actually land the job offer or, or is granted an incredible opportunity, even looking at yourself, right? Now you're launching this business, this podcast, and it's happening and they seem actually shocked. And then once they realize that it's happening, they start to freak out and start questioning their ability to deliver on their skills mm -hmm. and think, now what? That now really what? Re that resonates with me because then I must have experienced the imposter syndrome for years then, when yeah. I really think about it, especially now with Loud Whisper, the podcast, I've been wanting to do this for so long, right. but just feeling I'm not good enough. Even with my coaching right. business, with Loud Whisper. I'm right. like, do I have this certification? And then you talk to people, you have to be have all these certifications and all these things happening. So for a while, it actually had me stuck and not right. moving forward because I kept, I kept looking around to see, I don't have what that person has. That person right. has behind their name, they have dot, dot, PhD, they have dot, dot, this, and I don't have that, but I'm calling, I am a coach and this. So yeah, I yeah. myself honestly experienced it a lot. And now that I listen to you explain about it. I've experienced it for years then. Yeah, absolutely. And what's what's fascinating, what I have seen, and it happens to everyone, young professionals coming out of college because they're reaching for that first big job, seasoned leaders, big wigs, entrepreneurs. It's common for anyone who is reaching for the next level in your life. Yeah. You will feel this and it's normal. It's normal. Right. And I think once you understand that, once you recognize, oh, mm -hmm. this is happening because I'm reaching. If you don't feel this, this is what I tell people. If you've never felt this, mm -hmm. my friend, you are not reaching big enough. You aren't. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. So it's normal. Mm -hmm. And if you're, if you're not feeling it, that means you're not reaching big enough, which it makes sense. Because right. that means you're in your comfort zone. Exactly. When you're getting out of your comfort zone is when you're reaching out and you're getting out of who you are. So then that's when you start asking yourself, that, that makes total sense. And right. it's interesting to think that people who are smart entrepreneurs, I know you said you've experienced it. And I know a lot of people know me being an entrepreneur. They probably think like, there's no way she goes through that. Right. And it's interesting that we probably experience it more than most. Exactly. Because they're always reaching. Yeah, exactly. Saying. The only difference is um, as you move along, you recognize it faster and you're just your level of determination, your positive mindset, your self-talk will push you through that, right? Because look at me. I mean, I've been a career coach for quite a long time and I still feel it when I'm making that next leap. And I'll give you a quick example. In my personal life, I'm going through this huge renovation project. I am not an engineer. I have never gutted a house. I have no project management experience. 
I am not an interior designer. I, I mean, all I know is how to lead people. And so I am juggling like, there was one point I was juggling 18 different contractors, men, uh, mostly <laughs> in the trades, right? Mostly in the trades. I was looking for female construction um, workers. I can't find them. Every day, I'm make, making these huge decisions on the home. Is that a support beam for the wall that I want to take out? I have no clue. I'm feeling there have been moments when I'm like, what in the heck am I doing? I don't belong here. You know, do I have the skills? Do I, I mean, but I'm just, I'm pushing through it. I'm pushing yeah. through it. Because you have to push through it. I mean, that's the only yeah. way to be. Yeah. I didn't want to ask you that when you're going, experiencing the imposter syndrome, what do we, what do people normally do? Are they procrastinating? What yeah. are the things that you can look at and be like, okay, this is probably, I'm experiencing the imposter syndrome. The reason why I asked that question is because I think that I used it as a winning mechanism sometimes. And I'm sure this will resonate with some people not going for opportunities because you feel like you're not qualified, which mm -hmm. you've talked about, right? As an entrepreneur or coach, even in your instance, keeping your prices low for products and services. You know, when you're afraid to lift your pro products and services to current market price yeah. or to even charge for what you're worth, imposter syndrome might be behind that probably is setting ridiculously high expectations for yourself. It's like, there's, there's no way um, you should be setting the bar that high. Of course, it's going to keep you stuck turning down high stake growth opportunities. Mm -hmm. So if someone asks you to speak on stage or someone asks you to apply for a job or what do you think about relocating or serving on a board and turning down high growth opportunities, thinking I don't deserve this, thinking if I had someone to help me, maybe I could do this. Or when you think about your successes, your past successes, I hear this a lot. Oh, that doesn't count. Oh, I just did that. That doesn't count. Yeah. You know, downplaying your past successes. Or if you were successful, I was just lucky. I was just lucky. I didn't even work for that. It just happened you know, or I knew that person. Wow. It's it's interesting that that part you mentioned that because I actually wanted to, to do a live about this. I was talking to my girlfriend one time and she was telling me how she's writing a book. And then she's like, yeah, I'm just writing this book. And then she said, yeah, I just signed up Harvard on, online classes. No big deal. And she goes on and on. Everything that she was explaining to me about what she's accomplished. Yeah. She minimized it. Exactly. And then I told her, stop, stop. She said, why are you telling me to stop? I said, right. have you realized what you're just doing? She said, what? I said, every time you speak about yourself, you're minimizing everything. You're like, oh, I'm just writing this book. I'm just signing up for this class. I said, so if you're talking about yourself this way to me and to yourself, how do you expect the world to receive you? How are you going to show up? So I didn't right. realize that's part of the imposter syndrome. Right. Right. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. Minimizing. Hmm. That is, I did not realize. So, because, you know, just because we're not, I mean, we don't own our success, which leads me to, okay, yeah. this is a great segue for okay. strategies to overcome the imposter syndrome, which, which we can talk about in depth. 
One is owning your success. Two is reducing procrastination. Three is challenging perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And four is talking to others, having a support team. Can you give us uh, practical steps to help our listeners interrupt imposter syndrome and end needless self-doubt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the first one, owning your success, which we just talked about, right? When people minimize their past accomplishments, they're not speaking confidently about how awesome they are, which is an art in itself, right? Because we're taught as women to be humble, to be quiet. And when we talk about our successes and how amazing we are, you don't want to come across as arrogant. You don't want to turn people off. And so owning your success and being confident in who you are is so important. It's the number one thing that I would say. So stop downplaying your past successes. Recognize your hard work. It hasn't been, oh, I've been at the right place at the right time or knowing the right people. It's your talent and tenacity that has gotten to you where you are at this moment in time. You, right? So here's an exercise. Here's, you know, I love to give homework. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) I love to give homework because it's so important. So here's the exercise is to create a timeline of your past history. Okay. It's called the timeline assignment. I want you to look back over your life and plot out your biggest accomplishments. Chances are they involve huge leaps of faith, hard work, and moving through intense obstacles. And so plot those out by decade. And here you have a proven history of trying something new, a proven history of overcoming. And so pat yourself on the back. So once you actually sit down and write out those huge accomplishments and leaps of faith, those things that almost crushed you, right? I'm kind of going through that right now. You have a proven history of how amazing you are. It's all about owning your successes and and really embracing your talent and tenacity. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And the reason why you're saying for us to do this homework is it because as human beings, especially women, we focus on what we don't have or what is bad instead of focusing what we have accomplished. (laughs) Yeah. If I, I, I give this, I give this exercise when I'm coaching clients, a SWOT analysis, and part of it is writing your, your strengths and writing your weaknesses. And I can get a column of 75 weaknesses and I will get a column of 10 strengths. It drives me insane. So I have to make them go back and go back and go back again because it's just so hard to write out bullet, just bullet, bullet all your strengths your soft skills, your hard skills, you know, look at your resume. What have you accomplished? What do people come to you for? What are you known for? Your gifts and your skills and your expertise. Bullet, 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 bullet. bullet. Yeah, it's just common. It's common. And is it because of all conditioning as to why? 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think it really, you know, this, it, it really depends on who you have around yourself. And a lot of people get very intimidated and start questioning their own abilities when they see someone excelling, taking bold risks, making big leaps, going for things and being highly successful. It makes people uncomfortable. Some people uncomfortable. If you're not successful, people will judge you. If you are successful, will judge you. Mm-hmm. Be successful. You're going to be judged anyways. anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I, I vote for that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. So, and, and that is so true. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'll, I will definitely go with that. Yeah. You're saying about the people that you're around, your environment, but I also feel that unfortunately most of us don't come to that realization until we're so much older. And then by then all this damage has been done of us living your lives over and over again. Like for me, I had to get into my 40s to start realizing who am I? Asking that question, who am I? So for the past 40 years, you're living this life where you're questioning who you are. You're questioning yourself, your thoughts, and everything that you're doing because your environment, whether they intentionally did it or didn't intentionally do right. it, for years you've been like thinking, I'm not good enough. I can't do it. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, who do you think you are? Don't start a business. What do you mean? You're not going to make it. And just right. different things. Mm-hmm. Get to the point where, for me, at the age of 40s, when the light bulb went on, like, oh, change your environment. Okay. Change the people that you hang around with. Right. Okay. You know, you're boss. This. Yeah. You're the boss. You are mm-hmm. capable, right? Just go yeah. for it. Take action. If you fail, do it again. That's where the yeah. courage and the strength comes in. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to have come to that realization because of people in my circle like you. But some mm-hmm. people don't have those people in their circle. I know. 70% of people are unhappy in their current workplace. And most people is negative leadership, you know, uh, suppressing them, the people around them, because most Mm -hmm. people leave because of leadership and negative, toxic leadership will ink away at your self-esteem. And now you're stuck. I mean, that's just mind boggling that 70% of people stay in an environment where they are not happy because they are stuck and they don't feel confident enough. And there are other reasons too, Mm -hmm. but their self-esteem has been chipped away by negative people, bosses and leadership and people around them. They lost their mojo. That's a huge number. It is huge. That, that is a really huge number. And um, I know we're almost coming to the end, but I do want to ask you. So we talked about the workforce. And then you have women who stay home and then the kids are grown. And then now they want to, what am I going to do with myself? Talk about the imposter syndrome because for years you're doing one thing. Now you're trying to figure yourself out and you're looking outside. Everybody's doing everything else. Where do they start? Because I Mm -hmm. think that will be huge with the imposter syndrome. The hardest job in the world is to be a stay-at-home mom. I believe that to my core, Mm -hmm. right? But that's not what Mm -hmm. society says. But then when the kids are grown and now you're thinking, okay, what am I going to do with myself? Mm-hmm. And I know that's when the self-doubt, the self-confidence and all that comes. Where can they start? Yeah, that's they a great question. They want to look at themselves and be like, it's my turn now. 
Yeah. You know, my kids are grown. I've done what I've done. What about me? Where mm-hmm. can they, and women just in general, even if they want to change their career, even if they're CEO, even if they're an entrepreneur and they want to start another business, mm-hmm. but just in general, mm-hmm. where do they start to combat this big monster of imposter syndrome yeah. so they can they can do something with their lives or create something for themselves. Well, it really fits right into the second and third and fourth strategy. The second strategy being reduced procrastination. So when people put off making that leap, fear really, fear of failure really sits at the core of procrastination, not laziness, right? And so how they can start is having a detailed action plan, breaking up, everything that they need to do into small manageable tasks and deadlines will help you move forward and propel you forward. So instead of looking at this huge goal, you have to break it into small steps. Even if it's, well, I need to call this person on Tuesday and just outlining the whole action plan. And what I do is I, I do it by quarter. These are the goals that I want to accomplish first quarter, January, February, March. And then I break down January. These are all the things that I want to accomplish in January. These are the detailed steps in February. These are the detailed steps in March. And I do it by quarter at the beginning of the year, quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. And I have a solid plan. And people ask me, like, how do you accomplish massive amounts of things? Well, Because you really do. You accomplish. (laughs) And it's interesting. Each time you say you're going to do something, you do it. (laughs) You really do. (laughs) Yeah, I have a plan. And so, yeah, fear of failure is really at the core of procrastination. And so how do you overcome that? Because if you don't know what you don't know, you're afraid. So figure it out, come up with a plan and how you can do that is is so important to talk to others. Having a very supportive network is absolutely critical. Speak up to someone when you don't understand. Peers, friends can help you feel normal, boost your confidence, uh, share lessons that they have learned along the way. So, but what's really important is that those people that you turn to are cheerleaders and supporters. You cannot lean on naysayers. They will just tell you that you're crazy. Why would you do that? Why would you leave a good job to start a business? You've got to be insane, right? Those aren't the people that you need to talk to. They need to talk to somebody like you, right? Absolutely. The last thing that I really wanted to touch on is this ideal about perfectionism which really blocks a lot of women. We think that we have to be absolutely perfect, super women. We have incredible high standards, but those incredible high standards produce, while they may produce exceptional results, they also produce intense stress and pressure. You will see your health decline, your relationships decline. You have to stop micromanaging yourself and work on setting realistic standards rather than being su- superhuman. So just knock that off already. And I'll tell you a really good test. When you're pushing for something and you want to accomplish something, whether it's starting a new business, launching a podcast, going back to school, uh, renovating a mid-century home, 
If you aren't having fun, and I know I've told you this before, if you aren't having fun, then you're doing too much too fast because life is supposed to be fun. Life is supposed to be fun and you're supposed to be enjoying it and sharing it with those that you love. And it's so funny. I'll tell you really quickly. I was working with a new editor. I was working, uh, I was writing for a magazine. I had written that line in an article explaining that life is supposed to be fun. And he emailed me back and he said, that needs to go out. And I said, what? And he said, that's not for real. That doesn't make sense. Life isn't fun. I said, oh, I said, well, you must not be enjoying your job. And he said, <laughs> <Good> one. <laughs> and, and your job must not be fun. And he resigned the next month. <gasps> Did he? Yeah. Yeah. I saw right through him. So, yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, you know, reaching for the next goal. Yes, it's going to be difficult, but you should be having fun while you're reaching as well. Yeah. You really should. So, if you're not, you need to dial it back a little bit and stop expecting incredible superhuman results from yourself. Hmm. That, that is, that's interesting. Because right now, at this moment, is the most important time of your life. And if you're doing too much, and I think a lot of people do too much because we feel like we have to accomplish so much. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. You know, you stop, you stop missing out on the joy of the doing. Yeah. You just you just want to get to the end and you missed all the growth opportunities in between and sharing the highs and lows with people around you. You miss all of that. The process. Yeah, the process. It's a process. The process. Yeah. It's all in the process. You miss that's very interesting. So did you talk to that guy after he quit? I'm just interested to know. <laughs> 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 no, I did not. I didn't need to have another conversation with him. I got my point across pretty clearly. I tell people nowadays, we have to get to the point where we're excited to take massive, like Tony Robbins would say, you yeah. take massive action. But I'm going to tell you something. With massive action comes failure. But uh -huh. the, the secret to it is you will never know what to fix. If you do not try, it yeah. is that simple. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which leads me to, there's this great book out there, Isabel, called Everything is Figure Outable. Is it by uh, Maria? Yeah. Maria or something yeah. like yep. that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I need to read that. Furlow. Yeah. I've read it like Furlough. twice. Everything is figure outable. And I have to tell you, I've leveraged that book so many times while I'm doing this house reno. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you know, we can, we can try this wall. Uh, <laughs> if, if it starts falling, then well, we'll figure it out. You know, we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Everything, everything is always figure outable. That's a great book. A couple other books that I, I tell people to check into, um, that are struggling with the imposter syndrome. You know, I love Jen Sincero. I love her. Uh, you're a badass. How to Stop Doubting Your Great 
greatness and start living an awesome life. You are a badass. I love that book. The second one is by Valerie Young, The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women, Why Capable People Suffer from the Imposter Syndrome. Valerie Young, Jen Sincero, and Marie Ferlio on uh, Everything is Figure Outable. And if you're into videos, Amy Cuddy, C-U-D-D-Y has some uh, great TED Talks out there on building your confidence and bringing your boldest self to your biggest challenges. That's her book, Presence. So hopefully that's helpful. That's very, very helpful. Thank you so much. Now, if um, I also put this on the link below, but if you can tell my audience if somebody is looking to have a change in career or they just need something different in their life. And I know you also do retreats for women. Can you at least take, um, I'll leave the floor to you. If you could please just take a couple of minutes or a minute to explain and where they can find you. Yeah. And- yeah. So my website is daringcircleranch.com, daringcircleranch.com. You'll see some information on my background. You'll, you'll see my TED talk on there and my process. I can work virtually with someone or I've done intense masterclass days, carving out an entire day with someone. Well, obviously, you know, depending on COVID, how that works, but, you know, so I've been doing virtual for a few years now, actually. It's pretty seamless. Yeah. And, and same thing with the retreats. Hopefully next year, the Santa Fe retreat will pick up again and we use horses with that, which you had, had to experience, which is great. It is Uh, great. Yeah. I suggest uh, if you can go, it it was a life changing experience for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. It is, you know, that's the thing we've talked about. This is like, how do you sell transformational coaching? Right. I mean, how do you promise that? Right. It's just understanding where someone is in their life and their career and helping them understand where they want to go. Sometimes they know where they want to go and just helping them break through those mindset shifts and have those shifts. And so whether it's reaching for a different career or the next level in your job or starting a business, that's what I help people with orchestrating a plan it's so important to just do the homework and work through the plan as you see on my website i am more than happy to have a discovery call with anyone you can hit contact me you'll see my five discovery questions that i ask someone email me at daringcircleranch.com and and you can set up a time to chat but yeah all my information is on the website Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. I hope this was helpful. (laughs) This is very helpful because this is a huge topic. And I think that uh, we're going to suck around it again. And I will ask you to come back again as we get into deeper into the podcast and keep continuing because I know a lot of people have questions. And if people do have questions out there, please feel free to comment give me questions, email me, I will send them to Beth and we can do this again or you guys can contact her directly. But I just want to take this time to say thank you so much for coming to the, 
to my podcast, to Loud Whisper, Reignite Your Voice. It means so much to me. And the imposter syndrome was a really huge, I know it's a huge elephant that needs to be tackled and a lot of people experience it. But I know I experienced it in, in my journey and I know it kept me stuck in so many ways. And now that I, I'm aware of it, I always talk about self-awareness is very important. Now I'm aware that it was one of the things that hindered me from pushing forward in life and some of the things that I wanted to do. I just wanted to bring you here because I know you're good at it. You're an expert about it. And this is what you talk about, you know, and helping people transform so we can help women out there who are dealing with that, especially in this world of social media. We right. wake up from the time we get up in the morning. We don't even have time to look at ourselves. The first thing we're doing is looking at everybody else. Yeah, the comparison and game. The comparison game. And at that point, your brain has already shifted from you to everybody else in the world. So for you to even be able to dial it back to yourself is a battle within itself. Exactly. So we live in that space and we live in that energy all day, just looking at everybody else and they're doing this and I'm not doing this. So by the time you sit down and say, this is what I, what I want to do for myself, sorry, you have already piled all this information about what your life is supposed to look like because mm -hmm. you're looking at everybody else. And then when you sit in your kitchen, in your room, wherever you're at, you're like, oh, I have none of that, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And that's know. what you're thinking, yeah. You're like, one, of the, one of the things that I'm most famous for is, is when people start going down the comparison road, I'll just tell them, well, that's what other people are doing is none of your business. Yeah. I must say that like 10 times a day. Well, that's none of your business. Yeah. Your business is you. Hmm. Y O U. That's your business. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Everything around you is not as important as what's within you. Oh, so, well, so thank you so much. This it's has been such so an good. honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And good luck with your renovation. Oh, thank you. So once you get everything done, of course, I know you're going to post pictures and I'm going to take yeah. your pictures and share them on my page so I can tell, <laughs> show my audience. That <laughs> look, she finally did it, right? right yeah. Right, we right. the imposter syndrome. She finally yeah. completed her renovation. So you can do it too. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I wish you all the best. I know thank you're going to you so be much. phenomenal. And and thank you so much for your good work and how you're changing the world. We need you. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So much love to you. Thank you so much for coming to Loud Whisper. And that is it for us today. We want to thank Beth Price for founder of Daring Circle Ranch for really coming here and uh, helping us out with the imposter syndrome. So I'm really excited and I'm looking forward to people hearing about you. Thank you so much and I hope you have a great rest of the day and you continue to follow us on this journey with Loud Whisper Reignite Your Voice. I am your host, Isabel Duan. Thank you so much and thank you, Beth.